Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. My name is Dan Leonard. Hi, Dan. And joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hello. And Mr. Jeff Williams. Hey, that's me. It's still you for another week. At least. Our show is always, <laughs> our show is always, our show is always, our show is always is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, destinations around the world at www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime it's been a while since we had a good old-fashioned news roundup Yeehaw. Oh, strap in it's time to take a look at all the latest greatest and weirdest stuff that's been going on in the world of travel and theme parks and then laugh as I fumble to improvise a decent segue between stories. Did you say strap on? No, I said strap in. <laughs> oh, I knew yes. that you were going to say that. Yeah. I knew that. It's my literally my job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what we keep you around for. <laughs> now, our first story is coming in hot. Hot, hot. <laughs> uh, Very hot. I get it. Yeah, that, that darn old dragon at Disneyland's Fantasmic Show was recently destroyed by a massive Engulfed fire. Engulfed in flames. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that was intense. Ooh. Yeah, it was bad. You can see in one of the videos that circulated on the Tickety Talk, you, you can see before it goes up that there was definitely fuel leaking from a line somewhere back in the dragon's head. You can see yeah, when, he, when he squirted, like the fuel burned, but then you could see liquid continuing to squirt. So the next time that igniter went, yeah. boom, he was yeah. covered in Ugh. the fuel. Two out of two Maleficent dragons. Consumed by fire. Yeah. yeah. Although it wasn't so bad when it was at Disney World because that steampunk Maleficent is mostly metal and it just burned up the head. Yeah, I think this that's kind was, of what happened to this one too. It's all draped uh, in plasticky stuff. It looked, yeah, I mean, this one, the skeleton's still there, but it melted half the body away. It was bad. And also I found, I don't have, there's not a link in this article that I have, but I saw another TikTok or is a video on Twitter where some guests were on Splash Mountain and they come around the bend in one of the outside segments and they see oh. uh, the smoke coming up and oh my God, what's going on? And then they get around to the front and it's just hellfire raising out of Tom Sawyer's island. Yeah. <laughs> it was really a spectacular show. It was I'm actually surprised it didn't look worse the next day because there's so much of that. The dock area and barrels. There's a lot of wood right around there. Maybe it's actually oh, stone yeah. and made to look wood or something. Because I'm I surprised none of that it. went up in flames. I think they also, watching some of the videos, it looked like they started firing some of the fountains a little extra to wet things down there. 
help mm-hmm. prevent the spread of fire. I also High enjoy, tide. <laughs> so how enjoy... long before no more fire at Disney parks? No, they've already fire? said that. Yeah, but not all of it. Actually, the fire is still going to be present in Disney World's Fantasmic because I guess they say they do it differently there. Mm. And also that show would really suck without the whole finale. <laughs> yeah, the show would be true. awful. The only thing at Walt Disney World that's going away is the fire from the Maleficent Dragon in the uh, in the parade. They are uh, going to stop doing that. Interesting. At least for now until they make sure that it, they can figure uh, out a way to do it I safely. saw this article that said Disney suspends fire effects globally after Fantasmic incident out of abundance of caution. So it's temporary, but maybe they're going to re-examine every one of their fire effects. But I'm like, meanwhile, every Broadway show and KISS concert across the world is <laughs> shooting fire all day long with mostly no incident. Yeah. If Gene Simmons can manage it. Then sh- this right. Fantasmic show at Disneyland has always had that fire for, you know, one show a day for years and years. Two even some days. Yes. There's just, you know, something went wrong. Yeah. You got to re-examine that one and figure out. Had Elon Musk safety. recently re-engineered it? <laughs> I mean, it's definitely, though, it's going to be quite some time before that is yeah. back up and running. I'm sure that, you know, it's they don't have a spare gigantic dragon <laughs> puppet what? out back that they can drag out. And- <laughs> My favorite meme was somebody had a who wore it best. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they put the two Maleficents on fire side by side. I think yeah. Disneyland wins that Disneyland one. Disneyland definitely won. It was definitely more spectacular. And did you see in the video when it was happening, Mickey is out there dancing around and doesn't notice at first. Yes. And then all of a sudden <laughs> notices and just stops and is staring up at the dragon. Like, what the hell do I do now? <laughs> You're up, Mickey. You got to run, Mickey. You have to <laughs> yeah. run. Yeah. That was very good, though. I liked the. And then the lights go down and you see him scurry. It's all about show out there. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. So I, it wasn't good. I'm sorry to say that Murphy the dragon. Would have been exciting to see though. Oh, I would have loved (laughs) it. For sure. (laughs) Now that I know in hindsight that no one was hurt. Yes. Right. Yeah. Then it's great. The next hot story that we have, we might have to cut off. It's pretty hot. Out by the time right this episode releases. While Disney World annual passes went back on sale April 20th, shockingly, five days later, all four passes remain on sale, which they I had. Here, the, the launch went spectacularly smoothly, right? No oh, technical always. Oh, yeah. It was easy to get thing. through. It was probably. great. I. They said. They were intentionally vague, and I should have known that they wouldn't be ready when I thought they would be ready. They said sales passes would be on sale no earlier than 6 a.m. So I set my alarm to be up so that I could no get on the site at 6 a.m. <laughs> to try to be on there early and get it taken care of quickly. They didn't start selling them until 6.45 a.m. Fortunately, they went straight to doing the virtual queue and instead of the cluster that happened Sight when they did the crashing. DVC mm-hmm. passes a couple of weeks ago, I was immediately given a over an hour wait time. By the time I got into the the page where I could actually buy the pass, I got everything into 
my crate, my cart. Your cart? <laughs> yeah. Into the shopping cart. I, I was trying to go to the page to complete the purchase and the site crashed. And apparently everything was down for everybody for a while. They decided to re- to bring the annual passes out on a day that they did a dining promo for UK oh. guests at the oh, same time. No. So I'm sure that didn't help. So I had the pass in my cart, but it kicked me out and put me back in the queue. Oh, said wait fun. Time was, yeah, it said that my wait time was estimated to be more than an hour. I finally got back in to be able to purchase at 3 p.m., which means I waited for nine and a half <gasps> hours. Nine um, and a half hours. For, yeah, yeah 3.30 was when I was able to get in. It was ridiculous. And he's on crazy. a minute-by-minute minute plan for himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was rough. I mean, once I finally got in, it worked fine. They did put out a message that afternoon that they expected some tiers of the pass to sell out soon, but then they never and did. And then they're still on sale as of April 25th. Yeah, as of April 25th, they're still all available. So that was interesting I'd love to day. know their target number of mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. Uh, we're all super now close. was the time to bring it back. They're trying to make it easier for out-of-state people to visit since their sales are a little low Yeah, side, and that's probably. the thing. This right now attendance at all the theme parks people. yeah, is down right now. It's just, it's been on fire for the last two years because Literally it's where people, were, yes. <laughs> it's where well people were willing and able to go if they didn't want to jump through any of the COVID hoops. So it's, attendance has been really strong and it's down a bit i mean we've been expecting their woke agenda (laughs) sales are down once you cave to the woke mob that's right you go broke i don't think they're going broke anytime soon no no but 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 the crowds are definitely back to to pre-pandemic levels yeah so they did say you know they expect someday eventually maybe to s- sell out, but that also they do plan on bringing them back for sale more fre- frequently. 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 We are gathering here. Than they have recently. So I guess that's good news. Yeah. And we know we certainly know there was demand. The DVC folks broke it when yeah. they went on sale for them. And there were people waiting hours and hours. But you I'm could have waited a couple of days the, and not waited at all. The amount of people that yeah. dropped their passes, I never, we just kept ours. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. I think that they knew, they definitely knew what they were doing. They made people worried that they were going to sell out yes. right away. And when they had no intention of actually Make doing it that. seem scarce and more people will get in there and get it. The mouse is good it's at that. Smart. That's marketing 101, right? Mickey car. has a marketing degree, that's for sure. Yeah. That Which sure. esteemed university did Mickey Mouse go to? UCF? I'll have to ask him next time I'm down there. <laughs> he often has a big M on his oh, shirt. Maybe he went to the University of Michigan. Gross. <laughs> oh, we lost our Michigan listener. Wait, we only have one? Two only of the hosts. <laughs> How does that math work? I got a confession to make. You don't listen. You're from I Ohio? I through it with the sound <laughs> turned off. I turn the sound off, set it to 2x speed, and play the episode so I get credit for a listen. Oh, I should That's start doing cheating, that. Dan. Hey, every little bit helps. 
It's officially halfway to Halloween as we go to press right now. And Disney is full of news. They've been trotting it out slowly over the last Uh, week or so. Trotting it out. Did you see the epic party they threw for influencers to launch this? Uh, Yeah, that was... uh, I'm a, little, I'm a little jealous a that I'm not an influencer. Excuse for the most incredible party anyone's ever seen. So cool. Uh-huh. If yeah, you didn't see the stories on this, they threw an incredible party in the Haunted Mansion. And it spilled out all into that area around the Haunted Mansion, right? There were some and stuff. And all the way out the- into the transportation to get to the park from the TTC. <laughs> they had the haunted boat and all this. What uh, in the world? Yeah, and then they did. Epic. They did. On the riverboat, they had appetizers out there, and then they brought them into the stretching rooms for uh, for the main part of the party. It uh, looked killer, and I want it. They had, like, they had people out there from costuming to give them makeup if they hadn't provided their own costume and makeup for the party. The guests, uh, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. The influencer guests. All park, what do you think a party like that cost? 80 bucks. Oh, I think it was more. <laughs> uh, uh, well, we've had yes. some pretty mid parties that were like $150 a person just for a buffet. So I'm right. thinking this is this was hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, I think certainly more than a million. Yeah, certainly. It's a good thing those influencers are. Uh, don't get me started (laughs) yeah it certainly makes the news though so publicity is the goal you know i could get it on the news too and whatever yeah but anyway so yeah they definitely kicked off halfway to halloween which i didn't realize is a thing yeah neither did i has that been a thing at disney before i don't recall this never this big apparently it started off as just like a thing that a way to, a while, to announce the halloween party sales right kind yeah, of yeah but even before that apparently it was a thing that like weirdos at the campgrounds were doing just as an excuse to oh, that's decorate right. and oh, have fun at the it. campground yeah it was the one um, time of year they didn't know how to decorate their dumb golf carts <laughs> yeah so i guess at the campground kind of started it from what i understand and it's taken off to be a big marketing thing, but they used it to announce that sales for Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party are going on sale very soon. Very, very after. soon. Did they have the full party last year? Mm-hmm. They did, yep. right? Yeah. They did. They're acting like it's back. Like I saw all the articles were like, it's coming back. Didn't we do this? Yeah, last they year? do that every year. Yes. Though. Like as if there was any doubt. Like anyone surprised that their biggest moneymaker is returning? <laughs> right. They do the same thing with their Epcot year festivals. Was last year the first? Last year was the first of the that party back. The year before mm-hmm. they did just the after those hours. after hours. Yeah. Yes. So select dates starting in Jesus August 11th. <laughs> select nights starting August, August 11th. 11th. Through November 1st, Magic Kingdom is going to have Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. They didn't really announce anything that sounded like it was new or different. Um, so it's going to be... Same stuff. Like Mickey's my granny boo-doo. always told me, if it isn't broke, doesn't fix it. That's right. <laughs> yes, what Jeff said. Uh, the Boo to You Halloween Parade. They're going to have... I do love that. Spectacular. The, yes, the Cadaver Dance. Trick-or-treating. Sanderson Sisters Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular Splash is going to Ma- be oh. back. 
Also, during the party, guests may have the opportunity to experience some of their favorite attractions, including Honda Mansion, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, and Tron. Tron. Are they going to do, did they make any mention of the way they usually do Space Mountain during yeah, the Halloween Blackout, party? Space Mountain. Blackout, Blackout something? They, they have not actually officially That's announced. cool and scary. That, yeah. Yeah, I would um, like to try that. Mm-hmm. I haven't been yeah. to the party in years. I should go again. My favorite thing is sweating through a costume. In August 11th. That's why you need to plan your costume accordingly. Go as Maui next time. Oh, good idea. <laughs> a leaf skirt? Yes, um, perfect. <laughs> yeah. One big announcement that they did, it wasn't a fun announcement, more of a tease that they had as part of this rollout. They showed a bunch of merch. They showed a bunch of the treats and snacks that they're going to have. But they also teased again the return of the Hatbox Ghost. Yes. Well, not the return. For the first time ever, he will he will be materializing at the Walt Disney World Haunted Mansion. Yes, so he returned to Disneyland after many years. Was that last year or the year before? Uh, A year before, I think. It's been a little bit. He's been back for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So they teased that again that he's coming back. They did mention that at twenty twenty. Oh, it's wow! It was. 2015 that he returned. Yeah, I was thinking it's been there for a while. (laughs) Before this show, I thought it was, I didn't think it was that long ago. Getting old. They finally Um, figured out how to make the effect work. So let's put him back. Right. That's right. They also, just today, they debuted, it's not that huge and exciting as the Hatbox Ghost, but there's a new lighting effect in the Haunted Mansion. In the graveyard scene, there's a hearse that's crashed in the mm-hmm. background mm-hmm. and they added flickering lantern lights inside the hearse so you can oh. see it more and it makes that part of the scene look a so more we lively. maybe can expect a small refurb downtime for them to install hatbox ghost or is they it have not pop yet in and put in there at night they have <laughs> where he's located they wouldn't plan. they wouldn't have to go down to install right and i believe at disneyland they didn't either they rearranged the mm-hmm. attic and Put up. They put up some curtains while they were working on the area, but they mm-hmm. kept the deal. Yeah, like, yeah, that's true. They worked on it behind those velvety drapes because it's just in that one. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different at World than Land, where because there's not that platform where or just before you go out the. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I think they're going to have to rearrange the attic scene a little bit. They'll put in the Navi lady to distract you. <laughs> Navi lady. <laughs> yeah, they have a ton of merch this year and a lot of good stuff for Halloween. And they love a spirit jersey. There's 10 different Halloween I mean, spirit jerseys released for this thing. Have y'all been to Florida? It's hot down there. I'm not walking yes. around in a thick sweatshirt. Also, they're not very flattering on most people, but everyone loves them. Yeah, I don't. Especially ladies who love walking around in leggings. Well, it's long enough to hide your big fat ass is what people think. So. <laughs> You're supposed to buy them like six sizes too big, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So yeah, keep an eye out for that and talk to your Key to the World travel planner for help purchasing tickets for that event and planning the rest of your trip around that. Briefly touched on this maybe a couple of weeks ago we, when we were talking about Epcot, but those harmonious barges are not only being removed, but they are being scrapped with a vengeance they right there on Walt Disney World them. There's You can see photos of they that. They should use that metal structure to rebuild the dragon at Disneyland. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. And they have officially removed the Stargate from the center. They so have. We, we were curious if that was happening or not, but that's gone. And you can see 
there's aerial photos of the marina nearby where they stage those things and they are cutting them apart and scrapping them. So that was an expensive show for its what 18 month run. <sighs> yeah, Oof. that's I really loved that show. I, it caught a lot of crap because of how ugly yeah. it was when the show wasn't running, but. Yeah. I just loved the show. I wish they could figure, could have figured out how to have those things come up out of the water or go or, back. Or, yeah, move them in and out they like they did with the ball. Yeah. yeah. That's... But I love the idea of all of the world music versions of all of the songs from the films. It was much better than just really shoehorning good. in every movie mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. in its normal version like they do. Yeah, it had a really great moving message. It was good. I loved that show. Uh, speaking of things that that Disney's spending spending a metric buttload of money on, they're getting ready to drop a little cash at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, a few bucks. Did they say specifically Magic Kingdom on that we're going to spend $14 billion thing? Billion dollars. A lot think, of it is Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I believe that but the way Iger put it was that it was investment at Disney World. But yeah. given... The teases of Beyond Big Thunder, I think a lot of it, we assume, will go back there. For anyone listening, you we've all talked about this, but all of Universal's Epic Universe by Universal is <laughs> cost. That's an entire third gate for them, and that's costing one billion dollars. That's yeah, bananas four, that they're going to spend like fourteen at fourteen so billion. many billions. They all, oh no, seventeen billion, and they plan to hire fourteen thousand people. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Even more money. Yeah. And that's the thing. They're laying off a whole bunch of people and then they're getting ready to bring a whole bunch back. They're going to need them for, uh, for that Beyond Thunder, Big Thunder land. There's been a lot mm-hmm. of Turner's about- Mad Max is Beyond Thunder. Yes. <laughs> right. There's been a lot of speculation about what that's going to look like. I think some of it's more accurate than others. I still don't think that they're going to take all of Frontierland down to Nolens. It just doesn't make not. sense to me. There, there's been a, a bunch of rumor articles about the country bears going bye bye for it. I just that yeah, the one uh, I read sounds like a redo of Country Bears with updated yeah. animatronics, and and that I could get behind for sure. I just don't think with how far Frontierland expands away from Splash Mountain and the flow of. Liberty Square yeah. into. I think they could, I don't think they could take that little corner area that has the Tortugas that flows into the thing. It's a dead space between Adventureland and Frontierland. Anyway, they could dress that up New Orleans style and turn the whatever that dumb burger place. What is it called? Pecos Bills. Pecos Bills. Turn that into Tiana's thing and put a beignet window where the Fry Shack used to be. Mm-hmm. Something like that. There's a little bit of dead space there. They could put some front on and give it a New Orleans look. And then that could gracefully fade into, you know, one building has the wrought iron balconies and then it changes back into, fades gracefully into Frontierland. Right. And there's there's plenty of space in that kind of courtyard area in front of Mm -hmm. of the Splash Mountain and blending on back to Big Thunder. So I think that corner, like you said, makes more sense then. To take the entirety of the way. Take it all the way down. Because it goes nicely into Liberty Square, the way they change it a little by little. Right. And that's the whole point of the land is it's, you're supposed to be traveling slowly back in time or forward in time, I should say. Sometime in time. Right. Yes. So yeah, there's that. And, uh, you know, there's talk about potentially opening up a path 
past the haunted mansion. I love that idea. If they did a river walk thing mm-hmm. that went around back there, and then that tied in with, I guess they're talking suggesting that would tie into villains land, which villains mm-hmm. land. Heather and I drove around the back of that thing. We have a storage unit that's back behind the Magic Kingdom, and we went back on a access road that you don't normally see in the public, and there is just a ton of room back behind there. So much that's, space. That's all already Disney, and it's mostly mm-hmm. just land. There's a little bit of utility stuff mm-hmm. back there, but they actually have a lot more land back there than you Some of think. it right now is nature preserve, but I think what they have done a lot of times is they... When they build on something, new yes, exactly. They take over some of their other property and recategorize yeah. that as wetland or nature preserve, and just funny. moving around the right. preserved land. Yeah, it's funny how they do that. They did that a lot with, uh, yes. I mean, every project they have to reallocate wetland space to different areas and stuff. But so there's definitely a space back there, so you can see how. But I'm also curious, like you said, you know, with what. Universal is spending on uh, uh, Epic Universe. What else does this $17 billion represent? I think they're going to build another park. I mean, it's so much. And they also just, I forget the deets of it, but there was some filing that they just did that sounded like maneuvering to get another park on started because of the way some tax thing worked. Something was like they had to make some move to make a park possible by a certain time or they'd lose that ability. So, so, so we're that. officially speculating possibly maybe fifth gate. I would love it. Don't you think? So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, where do we think we, they would, that it would go? I mean, they've I mean, got so much, so much space. One of the hundreds yeah. of millions of acres. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, the thing is, though, that they have other things that they need to do after they finish Epcot. I assume part of that money yeah. is going to go towards some of the changes they announced, Blue Sky Projects for Animal Kingdom. Honestly, right. yeah. Hollywood Studios isn't done. It needs something. It's so landlocked yeah. now, though. They it keep is. doing that. They bought all this land yeah. and then put, like, essentially, they're not, they're privately owned, but they're essentially interstates right up to the back of all of their parks. Like they'll like weirdly purposely landlock themselves. It's strange. Yeah. Disneyland that, that it makes weird. sense because it they built mm-hmm. up around the landy end, but at World yeah. he did all this to avoid that and then did it to himself. There are still a lot of sound stages and offices back over there that I yeah. don't believe are being used anymore for sound stages that they could take that. Most of that was taken up by Star Warsville. Yeah, but mm-hmm. isn't there space behind Star Warsville that they could be adding there is more still Star stuff Warsville? There. Yes, there is still some also, space there. They also have Launch Bay and behind oh, there yeah. what, that what there could be. That whole area over there by Launch Bay and Little Mermaid and all that stuff needs yeah, to be. Yeah, so scattershot. Something. If they're not pretending it's a working studio anymore, they could just clear out all of that. Mm, I mean, absolutely. They've, they've already, the Disney Junior meet and greets, like, Almost mm-hmm. like they need to maybe do some sort of kitty, true kitty land that's more of a play area. Yes. Or something. I don't know. Yeah, know, small, small, small rides like they have at Disneyland Paris. That's all essentially kitty rides, but well themed. Yeah. And that being close to <clears throat> Toy Story Land would make perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, there's been speculation about that area going to other Pixar properties mm-hmm. besides Toy Story back to 
Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy, all that stuff could also go tear to that out. Pixar. Something. Yeah, something worthwhile. So, yeah, well, so seventeen billion dollars is just so much. If they did a refurb on every single ride and added a new land to every park, that's still not that much. Money. Yeah, it's like, so it's right. so so much money. I think you're going to see. I mean, maybe we'll finally see monorail improvements, mm-hmm. especially now that the state of Florida is saying we're going to come in and inspect the monorail for <laughs> right. you right. and force you to shut it down while we're inspecting it yeah. regularly. There was a bulk, an entire brand new hotel project that got axed. Maybe we can see something on that front. Yeah. And there's been a lot of rumor of the Epcot Hotel right there mm-hmm. by the entrance. Yeah. Yep. The Epcot Hotel. Also, they're going to be refurbing. They're going to be turning, I'm assuming it's not all, but some of the cabins at the campsite are going to be DVC cabins. Yeah, I was, bring, I was going to bring that up when you mentioned the cabins and people decorating their goofy carts. Yeah, they're redoing mm-hmm. all of those cabins eventually. They'll be in the same mm-hmm. footprint, but they look real modern and cool, and they'll have much better amenities. And of course, mm-hmm. everybody cries about it because they, I don't know why, but they'll, yeah. they will now be DVC properties which you can still rent them as a consumer just because it's dvc doesn't mean you have to be a dvc owner to partake my favorite resort that i stay in all the time is riviera it's dvc and i'm not a dvc owner. it says it's projected to open in late 24 so that's a pretty quick turnaround on this i don't know how many of those cabins they have but i guess they could just build one and then build another. yeah they can do them one at a time for sure. Or even if they shut down an entire cabin loop and worked they on them all. They look modular too. Yeah. Like they are th- those units they can build off site and drop right onto the footprint. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like the contemporary. Mm-hmm. Flat in like a drawer. Yeah, a chest of drawers. <laughs> the poly is also built that way, but nobody celebrates that on the Polynesian. It's all the contemporary gets all the hype. It was first, man. Yeah. It's, or is it, wasn't it simultaneous? Let's just go with me being right. <laughs> That's always the best policy for me, your humble employee. <laughs> Speaking of Splash Mountain and Tiana's Bayou Adventure, we have a closing date for Disneyland Splash Mountain. It's going to be closing late May, specifically May 30th of 2023. And the storyline story is still lame. <laughs> story lame. Still lame. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I can't wait to see be on a Bayou Adventure while Tiana shops at the Market Co-op. <laughs> Although they did release some concept art from it, and I guess the the rabbit and the vultures at the top of the hill are going to be replaced by what's her name, Mama Odie. Aww. I don't know why she's sending why you over she the up edge. There, sending us over the edge. We like her. Yeah, if, I don't know. How is it that we all thought of the perfect? Everyone but the Imagineers. Yes, come because on. Because they killed him off, and then they had to decide, yeah. well, let's make the storyline after the movie everyone loves. So Here's who thought is. a ride based on what happens next was a good... This is what Star Wars no. ruined. Instead of putting us in the movies we love, they write some dumb original story. No, here's what it is. They overcorrected. They yes, said, okay, 100%. we're redoing this because of all of the problems with Song of the South. And so they went... They try to make it like as inoffensive and 
See, this makes me sound like I'm on the go won't go broke side, but like which you we're didn't... not. But there, no, you can go. You to, can you overcorrect. Can take, you can overcorrect because right. that movie in and of itself is a great film. Just make it yes. about that actual storyline. I think they line. were afraid of too much singing, dancing, New Orleansy. Yeah. I don't stuff, know. Which becomes a little kid be but accused a, of being a caricature. So now she's an amazing businesswoman. Co-op is stupid. Yeah. But that are you ready? And a, New Orleans is full of voodoo. It should have been that guy. Are you ready? Yeah. 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 So but nobody uh, thought the Winnie the Pooh ride should be set after Winnie the Pooh graduates from tax accountant school. <laughs> Although don't say that too loud. You're going to give somebody ideas. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, Esquire. <laughs> yes. When his name is Winnocent the Feces. Henceforth, I will be unable to can. I'm sure it'll be a fun ride. And the drop mechanics so. and all that stuff are there. But you've got all these great songs that already exist. And let's write all new ones about, you know, her owning a business. Yeah, I mean... I don't know how many of the sequels to animated features you've watched that have gone direct to video. Oh, they're dreadful. Uh-huh. They're awesome. they're rarely good. So I did like should've... Lion King one and a half. That was clever. Yeah, one but that was great. a clever idea. Yep. That was a good idea. There's a handful. Yeah, it was one like the, the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead version of Lion King. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> good point. I never thought that was of it incredibly that incredibly highbrow. Wow. <laughs> Quick, make another poop joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so some lucky guests on uh, an adventures by disney expedition to the arctic circle this coming this july july 10th or 19th they are super lucky they're going to be joined by joe roadie himself now, did they not know this when they purchased i don't know because no, this was added yeah, later that's so yeah. cool if you yes. just happen to be doing that Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, there so are former... still spots left. So, ooh, yeah. yeah so, call up the world travel now because that sounds amazing. You're going to join former uh, Imagineer Joe Rohde and who... earring officiate. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. I wonder what he'll add to his ear for this trip to the Arctic Circle. Because isn't that what he does? He, he adds does. something with. Uh, yeah, he's a creative genius who's behind pretty much all of Animal. Mm-hmm. Especially Pandora, he had his hands on the Guardians Lonnie. ride at Disneyland. The redo there, yes. he did that whole thing. Yeah, so he's and he does a lot of a lot of in depth research and adventuring and exploring the world to help come up with the background for these attractions. He's so an interesting fella. He's just a great storyteller too. Mm-hmm. Just very engaging. I oh, would yeah. love that. Follow him I up. tried to convince my family that that's what we should do for summer vacation, and I was shut down. Your family sucks. Your family tubers. <laughs> Polar bears and Joe Rudy, come on. Right? I, 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 I say thought. this with the utmost affection for my family. Being part of you, your family. <laughs> they suck. Yeah, he's going, the trip starts in Svalbard. No, Norway. Be, begins I would in love Oslo, to see Norway. Norway. Yeah. You go to Svalbard. You do go to Svalbard. And then you get on a Penant expedition oh, cruise. And it's, I love Penant. It's yeah. a beautiful ship. Yeah. They're amazing ships. Heather's been on them. We've heard all about those. 
spends seven days on board cruising around the Arctic Circle. Looking uh, Joe for polar Rody, bears. Yeah, Joe Rody will be leading some sessions that he will just share stories. That would be so cool. Just Whatever, talk about cool the stuff. And there's Joe Rody. Yeah, no kidding. There's Sorry, some stories the first about- time he hooked up with a bear. Not the last time. <laughs> Something tells me you don't come out here just for hunting. <laughs> it's my favorite Gilbert Godfrey joke. I can't share it live on air, though. The, ex- the expedition starts at uh, a cool $13,799. Per person? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it takes all place. of your food and all of your beverages are all included. So you would it's think a so. bargain. <laughs> right. Plus, you know, you're going way up to the Arctic Mm-hmm. where a single igloo hotel room can set you back a quarter of a million dollars for a night Good as point. we've uh, reported in the past. So, and that again is July 10th through July 29th. I mean, so also a second, is that right? Is the t- 10th uh, through the 29th. Is, is the 10th through the 19th. The There's a the typo 19th. in this yeah. story. It's the 10th through the 19th and contact key to the world travel agent for if you're interested on in jumping on the Joe Rody action. That yeah, that that itinerary already looked amazing, and now you got Joe Rody on there. Glad to see him doing something with Disney. Yeah, because wasn't he retire. supposed to be? Wasn't he supposed to be going to outer space with one of the Bond villains? Was he was the Branson. I cannot remember which Bond villain. I but think he was. Yes, I think certainly he was not Bezos. Bezos. I think he I was thought Bezos. it was Blue Origin. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. Which I, yeah, that's too bad. He's my least favorite of, no, he's my second least favorite of the Bond villains. He used to be my most, my least favorite, but now Elon Musk has surpassed that with his supreme douchery. Yeah, his titter nonsense. So anyway. <laughs> that one, come on. <laughs> Did you see that? He, so he had gross. the W painted over in his corporate headquarters sign. What? So that yeah. Yeah. So at, it says, at Twitter, yes. at Twitter corporate headquarters, he had the W painted over white so that it reads titter because he's a child. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, this is a quick one. The capture your moment photo sessions at at Magic Kingdom. They've expanded the locations that you can visit so that now you can have your photos. It originally was just it would take you to spots around Cinderella Castle. Now you can go out into Fantasyland. Some of the venues that you can choose from include the backside of the castle, Prince Charming Caris- sorry, Prince Charming Regal Carousel, Rapunzel's Tower, Prince Eric's Castle, the entrance to Storybook Circus, mm. Belle and Maurice's Cottage outside the Beast Castle, and more. So you're guaranteed at least one spot for your session. Usually you end up visiting a few spots for your photo shoot. This would be a lot of great spots. No, yeah, they do a Some good pretty job. Stuff. That'll be cool. Yeah, yeah those, those photo shoots are phenomenal. I'll link to an article we've got about the experience of that, of, of that package. And- <laughs> are you saying you experienced a package? <laughs> yes, I did experience the capture your moment package and uh, and yeah it's great to see more locations more options for photos make it special 
to you. I think I've figured out some of the money they may be spending. Some of that $17 billion might be used to put in more cameras and security at the Remy ride at Epcot. <laughs> Just gone rogue on the, there's been on the some, script here. There's there was been a news item this week. Epcot this week. <laughs> yeah. We're going there? Yeah, we're, we're going, going there. We're going to touch on this one? Yeah. Or? There were two on. incidents. <laughs> Wait, there was two week. incidents. This is a headline that I just had. It was a scroll stopper. Man <laughs> arrested after watching porn, masturbating, smoking, and then vaping on Remy's Ratatouille adventure in Epcot. How long is this ride? This ride is not that long. I can- <laughs> That's so I many activities. Maybe he was doing all of that at the same time. And, and allegedly... Does he have arms like Ganesh? How could he do all this? (laughs) I just feel awful for anybody that might have been in the car near him or with him even. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this happened at the end of March. From the report, at approximately 8.40 p.m., this person, or no, a cast member asked the guest... To stop to, touching his to genital put area that away his pants. And, get off the <laughs> and then he lit up a cigarette, causing the ride to stop. Uh, they stopped the ride and made an announcement over the loudspeaker that smoking is not permitted. So then he uh, put out his cigarette and began vaping instead, and then started touching himself again. I'm thinking uh, this guy might have had too much drinking around the world. Time. I think so. Probably the same as the other incident that happened in Epcot, where the parents. That oh, were accompanying. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. You cut me off before I got. France. Yeah. <laughs> you cut me off before I got to say the word ejaculation. Though. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, was there? Did he finish? Did this occur? <laughs> yeah. From the police report, oh, uh, a few no. minutes later, they observed the subject viewing pornography on his cell phone. The subject continued to masturbate until ejaculation, and later exited the cart at approximately wow, twenty-one point five hours. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. This one is yeah. a little less offensive. It was some possibly overserved adults who were accompanying a cheer team to competitions who decided that they were hot and tired and they were just going to climb in the fountains and use them like a swimming pool. I mean, I have thought of that. They're Canadian, so I'm wondering, they like, is Canadian. that the norm in Canada? Like, <laughs> yes. I, I did see a comment on the original Climbing TikTok fountains. that shared that said, oh, in Canada, that's just normal. We use the fountains like that. It's like, yeah, okay, but you're not in Canada. But I have really? seen that, like Do in they? Chicago and places. There's kids yeah. in fountains, and yeah, but not grown ups, usually, not drunk laying. adults. Laying. Yeah. they were just laying there. They're just laying there. They climbed yeah. in the fountain and were just laying there. Yeah. And- I, I was real close to putting my feet in the fountain one time at the one at the American Pavilion, but I didn't even do that. I certainly wouldn't have just laid in there. But then what happens after? You get out and you're 100% soaked wet to walk around yeah, the parks. Yeah, no, that sounds awful. Like chafe. Yeah, so apparently they <laughs> so actually didn't get in as much trouble as they should have because you can't. that kind of behavior can result in the team getting disqualified, but mm-hmm. they went on and competed and have not been disqualified. They won disqualified. second place. Yeah, apparently those the same, the kids from the team also had an incident where they were doing some aerial stunts in Italy and security had to come and ask them to stop, which again, I don't know why they weren't disqualified because stunting in the parks is yes, on the expressly <laughs> verboten that you're not allowed to do no. that. Yeah. Cheer competition time sounds like a rough time to sounds be a guest. Like 
at like the fun, All-Stars. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you seen the photos of at All-Star Sports outside the football buildings? They have a football field and it's just full of hundreds of cheerleaders morning, noon and night practicing their routines before their competition. Well, I'm booking a flight. <laughs> <laughs> I really sold it for you, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. We did stay at Pop Century one time during... I don't know if it was the cheer. I can't remember if it was. No, it was cheer. Cheer or dance. Contest. Yeah. And my son was little and he, we'd been there a couple of times. He goes, I don't know why, Dad, but I really like it here. And he's in a pool amongst <laughs> like, you know, five dozen cheerleader girls who are all like doing stunts and stuff in the pool. I was like, I know why you like it here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the day he knew. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that's please don't get in the fountain. It feels no. like everyone is just getting in. Or obnoxious just by the day. Yes. Especially in public places like theme parks and on airplanes. Yeah. Wild. Man screaming and throwing a tantrum. Take a step back and remember how to be human. Because the child was crying on his flight. Oh, yeah. That happened. Well, that child made extra to scream. Yeah. Yeah. Just Just some reprehensible behavior lately. It feels like it's become. More socially acceptable not to hide your flaws. I blame the comment sections on social media have made yeah. it where everyone thinks they can do and say whatever. And now yeah. they're taking it out into public. Yeah. I don't like it. Yes. I mean, I, I like the Ratatouille see. ride too, but it doesn't give me that one. <laughs> Anywho, Virgin Voyage's third ship, The Resilient Lady, launches in May. Very this, soon. Yes. This year. Yeah. The Mermaiden Voyage. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, now with launches, real mermaids. That's right. All over the boat. It launches May 15th from Athens, mm-hmm. where it's going to be Georgia? headquartered for... No, Athens, Greece. Greece where, that's oh. where it's going to be headquartered for its maiden season. They're going to have two different itineraries that they're sailing there. One, I erased the, the description of it. One is a Greek Isles cruise that is going to... Stop at Santorini, Rhodes, mm. Bodrum, and Mykonos. Yes. And then the second one will be an eight-night itinerary that includes the Greek islands and then also goes... Wait, no. Sorry. Reverse that. The first one is the Greek island glow. So that is the Santorini, Rhodes, etc. And then they're also going to have an Adriatic Sea and Greek gems mm-hmm. sailing. Yeah, that one looks which, incredible. The one goes nice. to Croatia. All the ports are just spectacular on both of those itineraries, really. I'll be taking my young son on that next summer. One of the two of those. She'll stay in the Mediterranean until October of this year, and then she's moving on down to Australia and New Zealand. That's right. On the way, her repositioning voyage sounds pretty phenomenal, too. They're going to stop in Cairo, Dubai, Bali, Mumbai... Phuket. Ooh. I'd be careful with that yeah. one. <laughs> and uh, also Singapore. It arrives in Sydney on December 4th, and then it's going to stay down there. Although some things I saw said that they were going to be splitting the winter. Uh, that must have been old plants or something. It said something about Southern Caribbean, but then there's nothing on the schedule for that. So. Yeah, I think Resilient is going to stay over in that hemisphere. And then... yeah. Brilliant Lady will be launching, I believe, next year, their final yeah, ship. I think so. So think this so. really rounds out their 
itinerary offerings with some great stuff. Yes. Scarlet and Valiant will be over here doing the Caribbean and then, I mean, Greek Isles tour. Mm. That looks just fabulous. And I was looking at their schedule for 2024 and it looks like the resilient lady is going to occasionally take breaks from their normal Australian mm -hmm. itineraries and occasionally go up into Southeast Asia yep. type spots. So what's those, the itinerary in Australia? It seems there's a couple of them. Mm -hmm. They go around Australia and New Zealand. Just yeah. And some of the islands around there. That's the way that I, I want to see Australia because then I can sleep <laughs> on the ship where there are no snakes thing. and spiders. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. No wolf spiders for me. Yes. Now is the time to get on your summer plans. And they have a really good promotion right now where they will give you $1,400 towards airfare to get yes. over to one of the Greek sailings. And yes. that actually goes all the way through May of 24. So one of their earlier. Some of their earlier 24 sailings are included in it. That's a great deal because it's pricey to fly over there to Athens to set sail. And that brings yeah. up another story we were going to talk about that the flights are filling for Europe and other international destinations for this summer. Delta reported just a few days ago that 75% of their capacity is already full on their international routes for this summer. So yeah. if you... Uh, we're looking to visit anywhere offshore for summer Don't vacation. <laughs> now is no, the time. No. Yeah. Yeah. Get on that now because, and also, yeah, the flights are selling out and yeah. people are buying them no matter the price. I saw something that fares are up by 20%. They are. It's not cheap uh, right Over now, what so. was already expensive last year. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's just huge. Uh, Huge demand to Huge get. Huge demand. Uh, and it's a great time to sail with Virgin, though, because they still have yes. really great prices on their sailings. So, mm -hmm. yeah, great prices, great promos. They're always yes. giving away a ton of money to spend on the ship, whether mm -hmm. it's the sailor loot that you can use anywhere for anything, or whether it's the, uh, the bar tab. They're handing out bar tabs left and right to they really everybody are. signs up. Yeah. It comes to so. being pretty much all inclusive with those bar tabs that they're including. It absolutely was. My last one, I had $900 worth of anywhere loot plus $300 on bar. So like what? I was just, <laughs> everything was covered. Yeah. That's, I think I left there with still money in the kitty because I ran out of ways to drink it and eat it and spend money. <laughs> Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a great way to cover all of your shore excursions. Mm -hmm. Maybe use that to upgrade to a more expensive shore excursion that you wouldn't have, sorry, a shore thing. A shore thing. Uh, that, you, that you wouldn't have used. Otherwise, get yourself a cabana. And at they've the got beach some club. great shore excursions in on their Mediterranean sailings. There's some really cool things to do over there. Start saving up, Heather. You're buying me a trip next year. Thanks for the <laughs> heads up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that leaves me to another trip for next year. There's one city in Ohio that is going to have a perfect view of the total solar eclipse next year. And Ohio. Are, yeah. And they're giving away a trip to one lucky group of people to go see it. I've always said it, but Cleveland rocks, and they are getting ready to rock there. You have always said solar that. Solar eclipse <laughs> game. 
does. It's a good city. It, it catches a bad rap, but it's a good city. So they've got this online game that you can play. It's an online racing game. You have to race <laughs> race through Cleveland to get to a viewing space downtown. Before, <laughs> yes, with Jimmy Fallon before the eclipse reaches its totality. And then take post your score on their Facebook page or on Twitter using a hashtag solar eclipse, solar eclipse CLE. You have until May 26 to do this. Mm. And the traveler who wins the grand prize will get an overnight stay for up to four people at a downtown Cleveland hotel. Tickets to two local attractions. Off the top of my head, I'm guessing that they're one of those tickets is attractions is going to be the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and the other is going to probably be. Top the Golf Science Center. It's the only other thing in Cleveland. To Top Golf. Yeah, there's the Great Lakes Science Center. It's pretty good <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing. But yeah, they're definitely sending you to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Plus a fifty dollar gift card to a downtown restaurant and up to four pairs of solar eclipse glasses, so that you can do what your mother always told you not to do and stare, stare directly, directly, into directly the sun. at the sun. Or if you're a strong like bull, like President Trump, you just look right at it. <laughs> That's true. Bring your retina. Few, few people are. So they, they're calling this eclipse the Great American Eclipse because it's going to be visible from lots of places across the, great the country. Great American Eclipse. Way to make it about us. That's right. It's taking place next April 8th, 2024. It's going to stretch from the Niagara Falls area in Canada into the U.S. parts be visible across parts of Indiana, Texas, Oklahoma, Ohio, and more. It will first cross North America on Mexico's Pacific coast at about 11.07 a.m. So that's pretty that's exciting. Cool. I like yes. they're doing some events, putting some travel packages together. Oh, yeah. And if you want to see that, you need to get on booking that now for next year because there are the places that can see it, they are already, you know, filling up specifically for solar eclipse tours. Huh. Um, wow. Yeah, it's a thing. I mean, and people have been planning this since the last total eclipse, which was what, like three, four years ago was the last time it was across over America that we could see it. But, uh, I guess I big, never noticed that you could only me. see that from certain areas. Yeah. Yeah. It only happens, uh, you know, in certain parts of the globe and it's a big deal for some people. And it is booking up so and we've actually seen some chatter of it with our uh, in our agency little group so definitely contact the key to the world travel agent soon if you're interested in watching the sun die Try to bring uh, it down. yeah uh, i picked this next story mostly because the name of the airline amuses me and i thought that you might have some fun with it so there's this Everything in the world now is going to subscription for everything. I hate that every single app I want to use on my phone, I now have to subscribe to. Mm-hmm. Or my Margaritaville just, cruise line is now. Oh, I'm excited <laughs> for that. Honestly, I'm tempted to book the $100 cruise just to see if it's Gross. actually as bad mm-hmm. as it looks in the photos. You'll come back with scabies. You're going to pay I mean, them $100 for diarrhea. <laughs> yes. I mean, I've spent more money and ended up with diarrhea at the end. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> so anyway, there's a, there's a, one of those value airlines. It's a European value 
value airline, Wiz Air, <laughs> is now offering flight subscriptions. And this is like a spirit air level airline where you pay but for with more everything. <laughs> yes. It's based entirely in Europe and uh, they're having a, a subscription program, which for six months you pay, I think the starting, oh, where did I see the price? Here. I don't see the price. Where'd the price go? Anyway, you can subscribe and you'll get one free flight a month for six months, basically. But then you get a fixed price without having to worry, trying to find the cheap days to travel. So you, you get a flight a month for six months. You can pick different levels for services. You know, if you want your bag price included in your flight, then you upgrade your ticket or your upgrade your price. You, it's two hundred and forty nine euros a year for this privilege I mean, pass. Yeah, I mean, where do they fly? Month, all over Europe. It's one of those small places that, huh? Just going yeah, and country, they're going to have country around Europe. That'd be yeah. pretty cool. So, so the. They're just testing this out right now. It's going to be for domestic routes in Italy, plus international routes from Italy to Poland as part of its trial run. So it's a little bit limited, but if you're, you know, hopping around Italy, or if you're a business traveler and, you know, regularly have to make trips, it, it could be a good deal. Do you, have to, be do you have to pay to use the bathroom like you do on Ryanair? Lovely. Really? You have to pay to use the bathroom on I don't think they actually went through with it. They proposed that you were going to have to use a Euro coin to get into the restroom to pee on the plane. Yeah. You have to do that in a lot of public restrooms. That's true. That's true. Anyway, I was wondering, like, do they pee before you get on and after you get off? backlash for it, and I don't know where they actually went through with it. That's like having to pay for your seat after you buy a ticket to get on the plane. Come on. Right. Certain things are... Included. Inevitable. <laughs> right. But I mean, after seeing this, you know, last year we talked about how different places, including even Costco, were starting to do a subscription private jet service. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if this is successful in Europe to see this come to the United States with some of the smaller regional yeah, uh, that's true. lines. So, and, you know, like I said, for certain people, it, it could be a good deal. So. I just liked Wiz Air. I thought that was fun. <laughs> That's what it smells like in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. And then the last story I had. God damn it. By the way, I taught my daughter on accident to say damn it. No, Sophia runs around the house saying it all the time. I yeah, taught her, her, teacher it, a little something I last taught week. her a little something at Max's last week. Yeah. Yeah, she did. <laughs> And I have it on video. You were so proud of that. <laughs> the best part, though, is she understands. I don't know if the language that Heather taught her, she understands, <laughs> but she understands the context under which you use damn She uses it properly. Oh, I love ah, that. She's frustrated. Yeah, yeah. When she's frustrated, she, God damn it. It's great. Yes. I love, it. It I makes love me her. So happy. All right. So, my last story for you this week headline Vienna Nudis opposed plan for cable car over their beach. Vienna nudists. <laughs> yes. I actually nudists. was unaware there was a nude beach in Vienna. Yeah, apparently there is. That's so uh, you can n- see their Vienna sausage. 
I was wondering how long it was going to take to get the Vienna sausage joke, and I'm glad that you jumped on that right right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. (laughs) So nudists in Vienna are, nudists in Austria are up in arms about plans for a cable car that would pass over a popular beach on the northern edge of Vienna where clothing is optional. I thought nudists didn't care about people seeing their Vienna sausages. According to... I don't uh, want to end up on the internet, says (laughs) some 72-year-old man with a Vienna sausage. Exactly. The country's Austria press agency on Friday quoted nudist Barbara Hausiel, who said that she fears for her privacy if cable car users with cell phone cameras are allowed to swoop across the area. Yeah. I don't want to end up on the internet, the 70 <laughs> Maybe keep your clothes on. The APA. Yeah. But the project developer wants to reassure nudists that the cable cars would only pass over the beach for a short time period of time also the windows could be made to turn opaque automatically so <laughs> i love that uh, exhibitionists are worried about right. someone seeing them right yeah so it's going to go over across the danube river back over to the Kallenberg, which is a small mountain in the northern area of the city 115 gondolas with panoramic windows would offer a breathtaking view across Vienna and its elderly nude bathers. (laughs) (laughs) Elderly. Can't wait. Sign me up. All right. Yeah. (laughs) How long before that ends up on an ABD itinerary? It's part of the adults only section (laughs) of the. It's unsavory. They'll take the kids off to learn how to waltz and the adults can take the cable car over the nude beach. Again and again and again. Yeah, can you pay? I'd pay extra not to go over this. Yes, thank you. (laughs) You just push the button and turn the windows opaque. and uh, Nudists are never the kind of people you would like to see naked. It's not like the cable car over the Playboy Mansion. And even then, I'm not sure that over the... I'm not sure who's living in the Playboy Mansion these days. Maybe maybe even that excursion is not going to be the most picturesque. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) So... I think we said the all we need to say that about, we talk about man. old naked Austrian people. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you've got any more Showing sausage. Up. Sorry. I wasn't oh, we didn't say anything. the Vienna sausages this week. Yeah, we didn't say anything about Wiener schnitzels. Though. <laughs> oh. Imagine I made a really good Wiener schnitzel joke. I will, I will. <laughs> if you'd it's like time. to have some Wiener schnitzel. <laughs> I, are you prepared to offer that service? <laughs> do you realize the can of worms you just opened there? Wiener schnitzel is delicious, Dan. Wiener schnitzel is also self-marinating. Oh, God. <sighs> Thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're experienced... If you're excited to experience the summer of Disney thrills or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has Tiana's abandoned salt mine full of expert travel planners. They're ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.gold... That gold <laughs> and all the latest updates at www.keyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again. 
We'll see you real soon. Bye, y'all. Here's this. <laughs> to ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventures Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.